Hello and welcome to Other Record Labels, the art and culture of running an indie record label. I'm Scott. Thanks for for joining me and and tuning in. Um, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I I messaged a few email um, I messaged a few labels on on Instagram and asked them two questions. The first question I asked was, what are some of the challenges that you face with your label today? And um, we made an episode about that two weeks ago. So listen to that if you haven't. But I want to I want to address today the second question I asked, which was, what would you consider to be a big win for your label? And so what I did is I got a bunch of these responses and and shout out again to Warhand, Nor, uh, No Hope Records, uh, Sheer Luck, Writing Records, Bar None, Egg Hunt. Dear Life Records, Windspear, Chord Organ. These are a, a bunch of labels that I just randomly messaged and, and they got back to me. Sorry if I missed any because I know a few emailed me their responses, but it was completely random. This isn't a scientific study or anything, but I I, I circled five, and, and forgive me, my notes are a mess, but I circled five responses that were all uh, pretty um, common among amongst all the, the responses and definitely um, responses that I thought you would find helpful. So today I want to share with you these five um, big wins that um, that would would be that five five events or, or things that indie labels would consider to be a big win. And I think you'll find these really helpful. By the way, I wanted to mention that um, we do have a little Facebook group that's starting to kind of uh, heat up a little bit where People are posting an issue that they're having with their label or a question that they might uh, want to ask the community about. So um, there is uh, so the the group is called Other Record Labels. I don't really have a link for it right now, but um, I'm sure there's a way to find it. And and here's how you can really definitely find it is by going to otherrecordlabels.com and downloading the free guide that we have. Um, that is is a lot like what I'm talking about today. Basically, a lot of advice. Um, that I've surmised from from the episodes with uh, with the labels that we've talked to, some of the tips that they've shared. So go to otherrecordlabels.com and you can hear all about that. Here's the here's five big wins uh, for for uh, an indie label. Um, the first one is receiving an unsolicited write up. Um, and this would be basically like receiving free PR. And I think it's an interesting one. Um, it's something that I've experienced. Um, I would say every release, there's something, uh, Every uh, almost every release, there's a little free piece of press that we get um, that I wasn't expecting. Somebody discovered the album or, or generally it's like inclusion on a playlist that I didn't ask for. I don't know how they found out about the song or the album. I think it's such a cool thing because, um, you know, and this person who, who mentioned this was talking a lot about PR campaigns. And I know a lot of the indie labels that we talk to, um, and that listen to this show. And, and of course, DIY artists, um, are opting to do their own PR as opposed to hiring out a, um, a third party or an agency to do it. And it's, primarily for financial reasons. And so I think when something like this comes along, I mean, I know how it works. We blast two or 300 emails and hope for um, a blog to cover the record or a, a playlist to include one of the songs. Um, and so when something like that comes along without us asking for it, it shows that the um, album has legs of its own and that um, it's something that the artist has done, has done, or it's something that just happened naturally and organically. And I do think it's a big win. I totally agree with this. And I love seeing when that happens. You know, what's interesting about these, these big wins, and I know it's kind of a silly 
silly way to say it, but it, it definitely generated uh, responses when I asked, what would you consider to be a big win? But to me, it reminds me, like I heard this quote recently that was like, um, you can't reach a new destination. It, sorry, if you can't describe a new destination, then you'll never get there. And so I think of the two questions I asked, I think this one is a little bit more important because this can help us establish goals and to work on uh, a strategy or something to aim for. Um, and so I found it really interesting. And some of these things that people verbalized are things that I have always thought, but um, hadn't really put down on paper. So it was really special to hear back some of these responses. The second thing, Thing was uh, an increased interest in the back catalog. And this is a huge thing because, I mean, when you think about big labels, like massive labels, and we've we heard this from Sub Pop with the amount of success that Nirvana's first album, Bleach, still has today. Uh, and I'm sure the same is, is true for a lot of their records. Um, but I know that a lot of major labels... Um, break even and and receive their income and, and a huge source of their income from really old records, Re records that are 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old or more. And, uh, and I think that's the ultimate goal and uh, not the ultimate goal, but it's a, it's a huge goal for indie labels to, uh, to receive that type of consistent income from songs that are five years old or from albums that are five, 10, 15 years old. Um, and it's something that I'm starting, I personally am starting to see a little glimmer of, uh, you know, of a record or a song that gets a certain consistency and listens. And it's such a, it's such a dream come true because really a song shouldn't die. You shouldn't have a song that lives for uh, just the week of its release or the month of its release. Uh, it's such a beautiful thing to see an increase in the back catalog. And I think obviously what this person is referring to as well is, is the idea of, um, somebody discovering an artist, then going to your label page and discovering similar artists. And we talked about that a little bit with Kevin of Top Shelf. Um, and I, I think that's a great thing. Number three is a popular indie artist recommending our music to their fans. This is a huge one. Um, and it and it's, it's a really beautiful thing when it happens. And I do see it happen sometimes on, on Twitter where an established artist will recommend uh, much... Uh, smaller indie artists. And I think that really helps. It's a great way for those artists to pay it forward. I've honestly had this like fantasy of like somehow a major artist like Taylor Swift discovering a track of mine and putting it on her playlist or tweeting about it. And then like instantly paying off my mortgage or going to Disney world. Um, but I think what this person is referring to is, is something a little bit more, uh, realistic, which is just indie artists who hit a certain level, um, propping up some of the indie artists who have received less exposure, um, or a little bit more, um, unknown in, in the community. So I would consider that a big win as well. Um, number four is breaking even. That's a really, I mean, that's a basic one and I, but it's so true. And, and I know that accounting is a hard thing for indie labels and it's something I, I hope we talk about in the future, but, um, I find accounting to be difficult to even know whether I'm breaking even just because of how many implicit costs are involved with running a label, you know, driving your car to uh, meet an artist and not necessarily accounting for those kilometers, uh, or miles for Americans. But, um, 
I think that's uh, that is such an issue. Is you know, I I buy some things for myself as an artist, or I buy some things for my family that the label uses. And and here in Canada, we have tax things with with I use a portion of my house for my business and blah blah blah. So it's so hard to really know if we're breaking even. But there is such a great feeling of selling out of a cassette or selling out of of vinyl or you know that if you sell half of your vinyl that you ordered that you've broken even just based on those numbers and so it is a great thing i love that and uh and and i think it's a it's a huge win and it's really it's a modest win i mean here's somebody saying my goal in my business is to break even um i i think that's a, a really modest thing but it is a really smart thing to aim for Number five, when I asked uh, what would they consider to be a big win for your label, and I think this applies to to indie artists as well, not just indie labels, but DIY artists. Number five, I, I had to break into two, 5A and 5B. 5A is a natural jump in recognition for an artist um, that kind of launches them into a proper career. So this isn't necessarily Taylor Swift tweeting about your artist. This is just that natural growth where that tipping point occurs, where maybe they can now make a living, or maybe when they go out on tour, people come to the shows and there are towns that are consistent. Um, I love this model where when you have a certain, when you have Spotify followers who follow your artists um, these or these bands on Spotify, they now get um, delivered their new releases. And so there becomes a point, and I look at some of the follower counts on some, um, some of these indie artists, there comes a point that when they release a new record, you know, a few thousand people or more, hopefully, are instantly receiving that record pumped into their feed or in their release radar. I think it's such a cool thing. And so I, I think 5A is is that moment where some of these things happen where you put up a pre-order for a new record. The the artist is so established that they start to sell these pre-orders that it makes sense to press vinyl. It makes sense to, to do a run of cassettes because you know you're going to sell it. That is, to me, that's one that I really relate with. Um, I, I obviously have released a lot of new artists who don't have any following at all or have a really small following and it's really hard to stay motivated. Um, and so it's such a great thing when that artist over a few years evolves into an established artist where people appreciate their music and appreciate their back catalog. The second half of that number five, and, and this was a different point, but I think it falls into the same topic, is an artist picked up by a major. Not necessarily universal or a, a major major, but um, an artist going to the next step for a label. And it's something that we've seen and we've talked to a ton of labels who have, um, who have seen that. And, and we actually talk about it in that free guide I was telling you about. And I, I know a lot of people listening to this have, have checked that out. Um, but that idea of, of um, what do we, how do we refer to upscaling or up? I don't know, but basically it's like going up a ladder. So they move on from your label to uh, you know, like a B level, uh, label or a level indie label, and then maybe even a major, or whatever. But um, I think it's a cool thing, and I thought that it was great that somebody said that that is something that they would consider a big win. Because I know a lot of artists, or uh, a lot of indie labels, might take that personally, or might take that as a bit of a slight to their label that they are not um, c- 
capable of of handling an artist after they become successful. I don't think that's it. I think it's um, and we and and Ben Hubbard of of Party Damage and uh, Infinite Companion talked about this in the in the free guide. But um, I think it's a it's a natural thing, and I think there's a lot of humility um, when you're able to um, to kind of usher the um, or to help prop up. Uh, an artist that you worked with from the beginning onto another label. I think that's a cool thing. Thank you so much for all the labels who, who sent these responses. If something here is kind of like ringing a bell with you um, and, and you have some more thoughts on it, you can like send me a message on uh, Instagram at other record labels or the, my email is podcast at other record um, and, and let me know your thoughts. And if you want to share with me your big win, that would be cool too, because I found this really helpful. Let me go back over these five. Number one is a, an unsolicited write-up, basically free press. Number two is an increased interest in the label's back catalog. I love that one. Um, number three is a popular indie artist recommending um, a, one of your bands to their fans. Um, that's really cool. And then number five is a natural jump in recognition for an artist, natural growth, um, and, and even maybe an, uh, an artist um, upscaling to a, to a bigger label and getting picked up by a, a, a bigger indie label. So those are the five big wins I wanted to share with you from, from these uh, responses I got from the labels. Thanks again to the labels for sharing that. Um, if you haven't already, please... Um, leave us a review on on uh itunes it's it's surprisingly helpful um and uh subscribe to the podcast is is also a cool thing and 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 check out that free guide if you haven't already you go to other and you can download it there um thanks so much for uh, tuning in appreciate it